all ready for another exciting Switzerland story, this time with an Hispanic twist. All right, guys, we've got you covered. Sit back, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your money. This was your host, Alvar Arminta and Matias. Hi, I'm Barack Obama, and I also listen to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, especially the episode with Mr. Rip. <laughs> so welcome, everybody, to the Financial Independence Europe podcast. Uh, today we're interviewing Eric Flores, um, and we are really, really looking forward to dive into his story and hear everything about his philosophy, his approach, um, why he wants to accomplish FI and uh, what his reasoning is and his methods, his strategies. And the amazing thing about Eric is, so he uh, is going to bring us this from a Hispanic perspective, culture-wise partly. At the moment, he's living in Switzerland. Um, He's working in Czech and he has a, a really, really interesting story that's kind of standard but also not he has all kinds of interesting hacks going on and approaches and strategies and reasons um, for him to reach fire to uh, get to it at more effective and he's going to tell us all about this now um, so Eric could you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, where you're from where are you living at the moment what's your career um, how did you came in touch with Fi? Uh, yeah just give us a brief breakdown on that of course yeah so hi guys thank you for having me so this is eric flores from uh, hippies the land rover this is the blog where we we write our story so we're we actually are a family of four this is my wife sophia plus baby and 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 the mini so we have two two kids uh, living in switzerland so myself i'm from from latin america this is mexico my wife is from colombia and we are both uh, growing the family and working into FI to be achieved next year, 2019, when then we plan to leave Switzerland and move into, into the mountains of Colombia, which are pretty cool. And then, then from there, live a life in, the, in a ranch that we are looking for now, right now, which is, should be like 10,000 square meter ranch where we plan to spend the next 10 years. So this is a little bit about us. I think what interests me the most about uh, your perspective is the fact that you are South American and that um, we don't have many like South Americans or Hispanics in the FI community. So I was wondering if you could tell us a bit um, what differences have you seen from a South American perspective in regards to financial independence? So what I think is, uh, okay, we are working to FI in, in Switzerland, which it's a, it's a country where you earn good money from salary-wise, you spend as well. And if you want to be spendy, you can spend a lot here. From from the Latin American perspective, what you can see different is that by moving into Latin America to spend the rest of the life, culture there is is, is different. I think people is very used to, to work two, three works and then retire still until you, you get 70 years old. So one of the one of the points is by achieving FI is to spend the time with the kids and to bring the kids close to their extended family, something that we are missing over here. I was just wondering, what reactions have you had from Latin American families when you tell them that you're reaching a goal and you're trying to retire early? When you tell them this, how do they react? 
That's pretty good. So what what uh, we typically don't talk much about it out of the block. So of course, our our closest family. So it means uh, the closest family knows about it. They they see this like a dream more than a reality because it, it's even if you explain the math behind, it's like uh, okay, no, that doesn't exist. That could not be achieved. And we are we are talking about getting FI by forty. So, so this is like a, an amazing point of from them is is like is not true. That cannot be true. This is you always find this response. Yeah, that's interesting because I I feel the exact same thing whenever I go back to Spain and I talk about this and and they say the word ojalá, which is uh, I don't know if you, you use that word in in Latin <laughs> yeah, America. Of course. Yeah, yeah and there and I tell do. them about all these things that I'm doing and my goals and my ambitions and they and they all say ojalá, which is I wish and I'm just like. Why are you wishing? Yeah, yeah. You do. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually this is one of the points. One of the points is they said, okay, mm, that sounds good. Maybe you one day you will achieve that. But um, but of, from the other side, they say, okay, yeah, you live in Switzerland, so you get a lot of money, so you can save and retire. So even if you make the math for them, which I have done for my for my brothers and. Uh, Let's say the next day they get the math, they don't work on it, so they don't believe in it. Eric, in terms of strategy of how you want to accomplish FI, how you're going on it, and how that has potentially like changed in the last years, I've read on your blog um, you're going uh, for like a combination of ETFs, dividend growth investing, uh, partly also options. Um, how is your strategy looking like? Um, and yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So, when one of the key strategies we started using uh, strategies one of the key investing points that we did was options and what we were doing is uh, first looking into the companies that we wanted to invest in for long term and then instead of buying the the stocks right away what we did is we start selling puts in order to to if selling puts to the price that we want to buy the stock at and uh, most of the time the stock uh, never achieved that point and so you still earn the premium out of that investment that you did so if the stock touches that that point then you are you are obligated to buy the stock which we wanted to do this anyway so this is one of the this is how we were using options to to buy stocks we wanted to hold long term this is one of the of the key points so there was if the stock never achieved it we still earn if the stock achieved it we wanted the stock in any case and then those those stocks were mostly um dividend payment dividend paid stocks and we still hold some of those in in the in the portfolio the rest is etfs that actually we redo our our strategy just recently, actually after discussing this with a lot of people in, in financial independence Europe this year, we came up with a different strategy just using ETFs, like the, the, the standard way. And now we are mostly going that that in that direction because I have not any more time to look into the options strategy. So I really left it the easy way. Okay. Well, I also wanted to ask, like, um, we don't want to dive too much into numbers, but are you fine with answering on percentages? And so in terms of asset allocation and like how you divide that, can you give us a rough idea of like how much um, yeah, like you throw into ETFs, dividend stocks, uh, and like, do you have like different portfolios and how have you got that organized with the brokers in Switzerland? 
Yeah. So with with uh, this is this is an interesting point where I I will bring another uh, into the conversation is that when we started when we started with this path it was 2015 and we decided to go into to pursue FI and at the same time I was changing my career path which I left my corporate job quite well paid job and I left it for starting a company with other people. And so I cut my salary dramatically just because of starting with the idea that once the company ramps up, I can come back to my old salary. Plus, I will have stock into the company, which will be value at the end of the day. So we did that. And, and, and to start with the company, what we did is we needed to invest money into the company. So today we are invested into this com invested, hardly invested into this company. And this takes about 20% of our net worth. And this is money that is sitting there. Now, the, the, the rest of the portfolio, it's about today's is 10% stocks, 20% in, in the retirement accounts. And that will be 50%. And then the rest is a mix of, uh, we have a very small chunk of real estate, like 5%. And then the rest is ETFs. So this is mostly how it is. Now, we are achieving FI without taking into account the stock value of this company that today after four years is valued 10 million. But, uh, but we are not taking into account this, this money. So what we are doing is, is moving into our savings and investing part of it. So, so if something goes wrong with the company, we still are like in the safe way. So we are not changing paths. Yeah, I, um, I, I like that strategy. Um, I'm curious, is it a strategy you, that you would recommend to others who are trying to reach FI? You know, if you feel your salary isn't high enough, do start a company, really. Is that that strategy kind of that you followed? Mm. Would you recommend that to other people? Yeah, I, what I would do, what I would recommend is if you want to, I think it's very risky to start a, to make a startup and invest 20% of your network in it yeah. in order to, to, to make it growth. So it's a risky way to do it. Actually, uh, thinking afterwards, you said it's like, uh, was very, very risky, not the right way to do it in a mustache way. But from <laughs> the other side is uh, you are investing your time in something that it's, um, will bring a benefit in the future. So, so if I would recommend it, I would say it depends mm. as always, but, uh, but I, I definitely, what I would do is, is instead of spending these five years into my corporate job, that was, uh, quite uh, shitty, uh, I would definitely move into a lower paid job if that will bring me more value in the future, because everything will depend only on me and not on the on the yeah. corporate yeah i love know? that mentality yeah so at the end of the day you will still spend mm. five years so it could be shitty five years or more exciting mm. five years and if you make mm. it growth yes. it will pay you back all those five years so so today i came back to my high paid salary plus the stock yeah which is and it's, it's scalable really that's what you're saying yeah that's scalable right now let's say if 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 next year actually our plan is 2019 to to retire a little, wow. a little things have changed because now we are pursuing the swiss passport that will take us another two years so that will move definitely to 2020 before we leave and but uh but the number is there we achieve the number if we really 
don't want to be here anymore. We just can pull the trigger and, and that's it. Awesome. So Eric, what also I'm really interested in, we asked the same question to Mr. Rip, uh, as in why are you living in like pretty much the most expensive country in Europe? Whereas in obviously you have a good salary, but you also pay crazy high rents. Um, has that been, was is that a choice you made like, all right, this is gonna speed up my fire, but and I'll be most happy stay in Switzerland or are there any other reasons for like why Switzerland? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Actually, is uh, we're in Switzerland for more than ten years, so that means we are here before starting with FI. If I if we will if we would have started ten years ago, we would we wouldn't be here anymore. But but anyway, so we are still in Switzerland. We like the country. We live pretty well here. We live in the southern part of Switzerland, which is the vacations part of it so it's great great the weather is very generous as as you said it's high paid job as well you spend a lot but it, it depends how you manage and how do you hack your way within switzerland and then you can you can save a lot of money if if you if you get purpose about about that so it's like any other part i would say the, the, as far as you find the right way to, to spend the money. So Eric, also to ask, um, how has this all been for your family, for your wife, this whole journey for your kids? Has it changed their life? Do they like it? Do they want it? Do they support it? Like, um, how are they dealing with it? And uh, yeah, how did you initially introduce it to them? That's pretty good. So actually, as I said, we started in 2015, this path. And uh, the first time, in that time, uh, we were expecting our first kid, which was uh, Mini. We call it Mini Hippie the Land Rover in the blog. <laughs> and uh, I talked to Sophia, my wife, and uh, I, because I started thinking about the fact that I will have no time to spend with the kids, running a startup, uh, doing um, working a lot of t a lot of the time, and giving the kids to for daycare. That would be very a sad way to live life so so what we I, I talked to her and i started looking for ways to how we can buy a ranch and live and and everything and i i i came to this blog from these guys that did something similar is the frugal woods and they did something similar left the city and went into the woods i said oh wow somebody did it already so then i learned about FI and how you could achieve it and, and all that part. So I read like a lot about it before coming to, to my wife. And then Sophia liked the idea that once you achieve that, then you have much more time. And But let's say she took it well. She she has never been a spendy, spendy person. Actually, she has done a great job at taking us to where we are because she's the one looking for Whenever we need something, she finds the way to hack, hack it and find it the, the, the best price. And now she learned a lot on how to negotiate pricing. And so it has been quite good. Sometimes, uh, let's say, it's not as easy because we, we, of course, we have to stick to, to the objective. And what we are doing now is since, let's say, one year something, we are spending more on traveling and trying to enjoy more life during this path and not depriving ourselves, which uh, you shouldn't do, I think. So, so far, yeah, for the kids, okay, they are quite young still, so they, they don't even realize it. This is the way they have lived since they were born. So it's normal for them. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, I love how your wife is supportive of this and that you're all 
you know, together working towards the same objective and that your kids are going to grow up with this amazing mentality. I mean, second generation Phi is going to be, it's going to be amazing. Um, I was wondering what does yeah. post Phi look like for you? So you want to, you want to be in a ranch, uh, you're looking for a place, maybe Colombia, maybe somewhere else, and you'll be looking after your kids. Any, what will you be pursuing apart from that? Yeah, it's a, this is a very good question because, uh, the, and this is something we have been talking a lot recently because 2019 is here. So you start looking into the details and not anymore only on, on accumulating. So so now we, we said, okay, we laid out our what, what the ideal day and, and week would look like. And starting from there, we said, okay, this, if this is what we are aiming to, is where we are today here and what what is missing and what is what is going to be completed in once we move to the ranch so for us now is uh, the ideal way would be uh, sophia will have her own her research job maybe part partially at the university and uh, or maybe in an ong organization like doing it for non-for-profit non, non, non myself i will be very i would like to spend a lot of time with the kids of course until they get seven eight years old at least then then for me would be just to to looking through the day into doing projects helping people local people to to understand that there is other way to live and not only what they have learned since they are in this these communities what we are planning is the ranch to be in a, in a very cool place but close to places where we can contribute to education contribute to the local people to look out of what they know so far, okay? So I think this is this, that that is missing. I think in, in our countries in in Latin America, some some vision or somebody that tells people what would be the steps to help the complete family out of maybe poverty or or some. some yeah, I totally agree, and it's yeah. especially countries um, like in continents such as South America that really need that help. And that'd be amazing. Are you would you like start a podcast or would you keep going with your blog? How are you? thinking of approaching the community or maybe building schools or starting classes what what kind of uh, approach are you thinking of taking since I, I have not much time now so actually we try to blog from time to time it used to be twice a month at least or once a week but now it's, it's a little bit less so the, the idea would be of course continue with the blog now trying to increase the community in latin americans we have many different countries many situations but so far People have come to the blog, start writing, being contacted by email, guys, how, how you are achieving this. So starting, a, uh, what I would like to do, of course, then is, as moving forward, is Switzerland has a lot of ONGs and a lot of money, and they invest into programs to help uh, developing countries. So so it will be good to, to have this kind of uh, support from a developed world to help the developing world so it will be something like connecting either universities or creating schools or even helping with the current schooling program which i think that that should be taken into account so yeah it's, it's not clear yet but this is one part of the of the of the plan well, a big part of uh, financial independence is not just, you know, uh, being able to retire early and all that. It's also life optimization. Um, is there anything else that you're doing mm. to optimize your life apart from, uh, you know, retiring early? Are you? Do you have any little hacks or are you trying to be maybe more environmentally friendly, you know, something like that? Yeah. So uh, 
re regarding that, yeah, it's life optimization is part of the <laughs> of the complete path, I think, and uh, th that means that it starts with self development, and uh, I think it's not about the achieving the number, but the person you become once you 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 go there, and uh, for us, is uh, taking into account how do you spend your time and and how do you make yourself growth as a person as a family and then as to the community so yeah p part of it is taking into account how do you spend your time and how actually i'm i'm reading a book it's pretty good deep work love it's, that book. It's, it just resonated yes i've read resonated. it and it's one of my favorites you know that it book. Has, it changed the way i work so much yeah it's it's amazing oh my god exactly exactly amazing. and right now i'm i'm into it so because it then does. it helps you a lot into yeah. achieving more in less time and so, sometimes we neglect this part because you see you think there is no time for everything but there is time for everything is it's just about allocating it in the right way so this is this is mostly then yeah from that side i think is 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 part of the optimization let's say eric in terms of um being able to find you where can people find your blog how's it called twitter facebook instagram uh can you tell our listeners if they want to learn more about you about your story your life how do they get in touch with you you blog in in uh, at a hippies the land rover and this is uh is sometimes i get asked about why hippies and the Land Rover, so think people think we smoke pot all the time, <laughs> but we don't. We can't even try tried it. But uh, so we are we are engaging to hippies because it's the lifestyle they 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 have is like the next step of of the frugal people, and so we blog in there hippiesthelandrover.com, and then from there we have the Facebook and and the rest of it. So mostly through the blog, you you can always achieve us. Okay, thank you so much for that. I'm gonna throw it over to Araminta now, who's gonna um, finish it up with our last questions and uh, to give some more wisdom towards our um, listeners. Araminta? Awesome, so now we're gonna do our, we have standard questions um, that we try to ask everyone to get some general um, answers. Uh, the first one would be, what is one blog, book, or resource yeah. that other people might not have heard of, but you would recommend? Okay, so this is this is uh, one podcast actually that I, I got into not not long ago, and this is uh, Optimal Living Daily. This is something that is is part of optimizing the life, but it's a podcast where they read posts. It's like reading, but then you listen it. It has been very very helpful. This is this is something I, I just discovered. I don't know if many people knows about it. Yeah, awesome. We'll definitely link it in the show notes so other people can see that. And the second question is, what is your number one tip for other people to get started on their journey to financial independence? Oh, good question. I think that that is my answer would be believe in it. So and uh, think about it's not a number and it's not the money. It's the person you will become once you achieve that goal and yeah, that's that's really good Alvar um has one bonus question which i would really love to throw in um so eric what i would like to ask um why do you think the fi moments uh, are like the fi movement as in growth uh, is accelerating at the moment why are more and more people uh, getting interested in it they want to join up save money uh educate themselves on uh, how they can approach their financial situation, learn more about that. Why is this suddenly in 2018 growing so much? So I think there is a lot of uh, media coverage 
of course, that that has helped to, to do it. Now, a lot of people is trying to start. This is what I think and I see is a lot of people is trying to start, which is good. I don't know how many people will will make it. So that means yeah, it's easy to start. I don't know how easy it is to keep it for 10 years doing the same path. So why why is it's a hype now? I think it's a lot of media coverage. It's, it's like the new American dream, you could say. The, not being a spendy but savings okay well eric thank you so much for that i think everybody will find it extremely interesting to hear your perspective uh and uh you know with your background and at the same time living in switzerland and throwing all this wisdom towards us uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show thank you till next time thank you guys this was fun and uh you're doing a great job together with the people moving the european community around cheers guys Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time.